part of the problem with smoking is that I get really bad dry mouth. <laughs> so, what was I just saying? You've been smoking the devil's blood, <laughs> is what saying. Sanus Lapidus. Welcome to the Mickey Mouse Greenhouse. I'm KK. And I'm Wiggles. And we're here to review Disney Channel original movies. DCOMs. To let you know if they get a puff or a pass from us in this year of our Lord 2020. Shit's getting crazy out there, kids. Guys, 2020 has been literally the craziest year ever. And it's March. We're in a fucking pandemic. Australia was on fire. Kobe died in a helicopter accident. Now there's a pandemic that has everybody inside. And as such, we're going to try to put out some more Corona content, hashtag Corona content, to try to fill the void in these times. It's literally... So I don't watch, like end-of-the-world movies, like pandemic movies, because they literally cause me anxiety. (laughs) But I feel like I'm living in a movie. It's crazy out there. And everybody in the world is going through it to some degree. You know, prayers out there to the people who are suffering, who are losing their jobs, or who are suffering with the disease itself. I feel like there's so many different layers to the the trauma that's going to be the effect of coronavirus. I mean, Whether it be yeah. people who are trapped inside or people who are losing their jobs or people who... Are losing know, family members. Are I mean, I think it's easy for us to talk about this as if, like, people are just getting sick. Like, if people are dying, and yeah, and so it's like really hard to be inside because I'm a person where my job is to be moving around outside all day long and so to to be stuck inside the house and thankfully we have jobs where we can telework and to be stuck inside the house working it's like I would never choose to do this. Like, I'm not a work-from-home type of person. So, it's crazy. But, like, as as much as that sucks, I'm like, oh, people are dying. Like, there's a reason why we're doing this. And I just literally never thought I would live through something like this. I don't think any of us did. I don't think any of us did at all. And I don't think any of us were prepared for it at all and without getting into the politics of it which are fucked i don't think there was a person on the planet that was sufficiently prepared for what's going on right now we're going through it like the rest of us are and we're blessed to you know be able to still work and still record since we record from home and still give you the content that we've tried to be consistent with and hopefully get a little bit more. But how about we get started with today's Disney Channel original movie, Hashtag DCOM. 
Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. Uh, Wiggles, did you watch Eddie Mil- Million Dollar Cook-Off with your growing No, up? so I, I did, but I, like, it wasn't on my radar of movies that came to the top of my head when we were putting together our list. This movie was actually recommended by my friend and my teammate, and she was like, oh, you have to review Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. And I had to, like, look it up. But then when I saw, like, the movie poster for it, I remembered it. But yeah, I, I so I definitely watched it as a kid, but it's not, like, a movie that I really remember at all. But then I did start to remember a lot of it as we were watching it. Yeah, I don't believe that I ever watched this one growing up. You know, I feel like maybe if I had watched it growing up, I'd have a different opinion. But, I don't know. I feel like we'll get into it. It's, it's also surprising that I don't remember this movie because I love to cook and I've always loved to cook all the time since I was really little. So... If I were to, like, reflect on my childhood now, I probably... I would have thought that I'd really remember this movie, but I don't. Yeah, I feel like it's... I mean, there were a lot of Disney Channel original movies. I remember the name Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, but I don't think I ever remember watching it. And then, like, watching it, I for sure didn't watch it. But, you know, it was a... Good decon, but we'll get into it. Mm-hmm. Let's go right into our synopsis. You want to take it away, Wiggles? Yeah, so Ellie's, Ellie's, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off is a movie that came out on the Disney Channel in 2003. And let's just kind of set the scene with that real quick. He's a middle schooler, presumably an eighth grader in 2003. So this movie starts with Eddie, who is our main character, at a baseball game. And Eddie and his teammates play for the Groundhogs, their their little league baseball team. While it's not a winning team, they do seem to have a great time together and have really awesome team spirit. Eddie, however, even though he is on a team where the talent might not be there as much, he himself is a standout player who's really able to, like, carry the team with what few points they have. And he is, like, their parents, his parents, I don't really understand it, but they're talking about them getting recruited. So I don't know if that's, like, recruited to a high school on a scholarship or, like, when you can draft a baseball player what is that league major league no major league baseball like i didn't like i don't know but they were talking about recruiting and stuff but he's he's on a team that's not so great but he himself is pretty good and he's close friends with his few teammates db frankie and anna and so the four of them are really tight Anna is a team player on the Groundhogs, but her, like, side story is that her family, like, wants her to be extra girly, and her mom thinks that she's a cheerleader. So she goes to the baseball games, like, in a cheerleading uniform, and then changes into her baseball uniform, which is, like, underneath the whole time. Ha ha ha. And so... 
there's the four of them and even though they might not win many games what they really look forward to at the end of the games is what what they call Eddie dogs and Eddie dogs are when Eddie goes to the concession stand and then like goes nuts with the condiments and he's just like grabbing raw onions with his (laughs) he's like squirting like mustard and ketchup everywhere it's like and in like right now it's like yeah so in the future when people listen to this like we are literally like social distancing right now like we're quarantining at home so to speak yeah we, and, like, only go out to walk our dog and to get groceries. Yeah. And to see this kid just, like, stick his hands in these condiments <laughs> and throw them all over, like, food. It was especially cringeworthy. It was so rough to watch, dude. And I work in food service. So it was just like, oh, my God. Like, I know that those, like, high school concession stands actually get, like health inspections like and so that was just extra gross (laughs) yeah it's just like eddie is like hey there's no more fans i'm gonna disrespect all of these condiments but but honestly i mean it was kind of gross but the condiments didn't look half bad like there were sauerkraut onions mustard like those are like that's like my dream hot dog (laughs) (laughs) So, we have an Eddie Dog fan here. Um, I'll, pa- I'll pay the the um, expensive price of $1.50. I'm not going higher than the Costco food court. They had, like, 2003 prices. They were talking about, like, two fifty for, like, chili cheese fries. I'm like, yo, get the fuck out of town. Which stadium is doing that shit? I'll watch that game. I don't care what the fuck it is. It'll be elementary school golf. I'm watching it. <laughs> For they, some 250 nachos. Hell yeah. I'll be like, yo, like, do you have a kid here? It's like, I'm supporting the community. Anyway, back at Eddie's house. We learned that Eddie's coach is also his dad figures. But luckily his mom, who is a real MVP, as in all of these movies, I'm just going to say this is... This isn't the synopsis anymore. This is just KK talking right now. KK commentary. KK commentary. Okay. <laughs> but I I feel like the trope in all of these movies is that, like, dad is dumb, but he's in charge. Oh, God. Yes. Every and, time. And, oh mom, gosh, yes. and mom is actually, like, smart and patient and wise. That is literally but, like, been, is like, not in every charge. movie. So she, like, has to, like, get her point across in a way that, like, allows dad to still be in charge. The only... Even Smart House was like that. Where, like, the, the dad was, like, dumb. The mom was smart. The mom meaning the computer. But, like... I think the only movie we haven't really seen that trope is The Color of Friendship. But every yeah, movie mean, like, since John then... Tsunami, like, Dad wasn't dumb, but, like, oh, he was emotionally yeah, dumb. Yeah, yeah. Like, he wasn't wise. So, Johnny Tsunami, Cadet Kelly... Smart House. Smart House, Motocrossed. 
Except for uh, Color of Friendship. And even in Color of Friendship, he wasn't dumb, but like the real wise person in the whole movie was the mom. Like the dad had his moments, but the person who really made them get long and like that's true it's it's not as I would have to really like dissect it but yeah you're right like dad is always like the strong personality and like mom is always the person who has the right idea but they always go dad's way first because he's always quote unquote in charge and then they kind of go with mom's idea in the long run, and it turns out to be the one that was right all along. What we're learning while we watch these movies is that, like, they all do have pretty much the same trope. It's the whole, it's the same plot. <laughs> it's like the same, there's a, it's a simple math equation, X plus X equals DCOM. <laughs> we're going to be able to, like make a bot like make a uh, computer program that can like write a decon by the end of this you can just listen yeah. to all of these podcasts and like write a Disney Channel original movie it would be Eddie's we, could, we should probably babe that could be our project that oh, could be our it. corona content corona content Hashtag right corona content yeah okay I was like did I just say that wrong? Is Corona the name? Am I, like, drunk? I mean, like, am I high and, like, craving a beer right now? But no, this is called the coronavirus. Yes. So the Corona content, like, the extra, what we could provide is, like, us just building a decom. Because then it's not, like, another thing to watch or review. It could just be us, like, shooting the shit. No, 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 no. It'd be much funnier if Robot developed the decom. Just, like, listen to us. And no, then, no, no, like, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah. yeah. Let's I'm just do that. that. Okay, here we go. We're shaking on it. We're shaking on it. I have no idea how to create... We're going to do programs. this. We're going to make a decom. We're going to get a bot to listen to us review decoms and use that to make a decom. No. Okay, that's intense. That's what you agreed to. That's what I had in mind. Oh, no, I was like, okay, we get really high, and then we just, like, blast this shit, where we, like, are, make, we're writing a movie, we're writing, like, we're the writers of a movie. What? That's so, that's so, I should've gone. What? No, like, there's the frustration, we're, we just void the shake, we'll figure out what we want to do. But we're going to do something, like, original like that. It's something. We made up the idea when we were high, so who knows? Yeah, yeah. But You're right. It's just weird, because it's recorded now. So if we'll you see guys what happens. to it, then, like, that's just in posterity now. But just know that sometimes you have ideas when you're high, and they sound better when you're high, <laughs> and... You know. We have a lot of really funny thoughts we've run with when we're high. <laughs> I'm like, for instance, I'm supposed to be explaining the plot of this movie, and <laughs> I'm here talking about computer algorithms and shit. So, okay. the real MVP, which is mom, mm-hmm. she has all the snacks together for the team. So, so this is after they get home from the game, after the Eddie dogs. There's more snacks at the house. More snacks at the house. More DB. More Frankie. Dad is coach. Mom has the snacks on decky. Uh, <laughs> mom is in the kitchen cutting more snacks and cuts her finger no that was so bad 
and dad sees it and faints. She got like straight up like you'd like in you when he gets his finger chopped off. She just like took off a chunk of finger. Yeah, like that shit was tough. But she she took it like a gangster and dad fainted. Um, yeah, dad's a little bitch. Um, okay. <laughs> Aggressive. <laughs> she has to go to get stitches where Eddie has to drive because Mom's finger is cut and Dad is passed out because, you know, he No, fainted. Eddie stays at the house. No, you're right, right, right. Eddie's the, brother the brothers cries. go. The brothers go. Yeah. And so, while Eddie, D.B., and Frankie are at the house, Eddie is like, hey, how about I make you guys some fucking dinner? And they're like, hey, like, you make those Eddie dogs. Like, we're excited and so he starts making food. <laughs> can we call it that? <laughs> we, I guess we can call it that. So one thing that I feel like is just like, there's no way to show that like someone's like cooking really good. So mm-hmm. they just like have him start dancing when he's cooking. <laughs> so like make it look like he's like putting the razzle dazzle on and like, he's like, uh, uh, yeah. I'm in an in-sync video while I cook. <laughs> I mean, I cook all the fucking time. And while I sometimes dance, I mean, I'm not, like, twirling and doing pirouettes as I whisk my eggs. Oh, egg, also eggs. The, everything that he cooks oh takes, my like, God. five to twelve eggs. <laughs> He's always cracking He's eggs. always cracking eggs and so <laughs> many eggs. And I'm like... When the food gets done, I'm just like, this is baked chicken. Why did you crack so many eggs? <laughs> like, don't you think you could have gotten other things done? <laughs> don't you think that, you know, he could do more stuff if you just, like, use less eggs? Like, I feel like his mom was just like, yo, I have no idea what the fuck he's doing. She buys, eggs, like, the Costco 60-pack three times a week. <laughs> she's just like, fuck it. Like, I'm glad that he likes cooking because I don't. Once the family gets home, they see... No, 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 but there's not just a lot of eggs. There's a lot of spices. There's, there's like 20 of, different just, types of spices. Gross. And, and then just there like, was the Fruit just, Loops. Yeah, he made Fruit Loop fried chicken. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? But in it any case, so bad. It was he so made good. this mountain of mashed potatoes and Fruit Loop fried chicken. And then and the little broccoli is trees. And little broccoli. And we have no idea what the fuck happened to the 12 eggs that he cracked. But <laughs> we are not supposed to worry about that. Anyway, the family came home. And after being a little skeptical, they tried this monstrosity and they really loved it i mean they were pe- there were people fighting over the last chicken chicken drumstick the last fruit loop fried chicken the last fruit loop fried chicken chicken drumstick and so <laughs> and incredible this, edible chicken drumstick yeah it's like it it might just be edible um, <laughs> And so after this, we get to the first of many really uncomfortable scenes where... Oh my god, I'm so tired of like, this. like, hey, Eddie, look at you cooking. Aren't you a girl? Like, look at you, Eddie, the fucking girl. Because you cooked. 
They called Ed. him Eddie Crocker. They called him Ed Weena. Ed Weena. I forgot about Ed Weena. They called him Eddie Crocker. They called him all of this stuff. Like, in front of his mom. Like, it's like, oh, look at you, you little bitch. Like, you. <laughs> making, making food for the family. Like, what kind of man are you? Like, and... And it really bothers Eddie, and because of this, he, you know, is really turned off to whether or not he should trade in his baseball mitt for an oven mitt, mm-hmm. but, uh... As his father suggested. As his father suggested. Yeah, but what you were saying is, like, is, these, is a wild bitch. these Disney oh, father like, tropes need to stop. Yeah. I mean, like, his father was a wild bitch throughout the whole, the whole movie. Yeah. But, yeah, so, the next scene, we're at their junior high school, and it is Eddie, his baseball friends, and it's, like, presumably, like, the first day of eighth grade, or, like, the first day of a new quarter or something, because on this day, they have to sign up for their elective course for that quarter, and they had all previously, Eddie and his friends had all previously decided to take computer science or computer programming, something like that. Yeah, I think it's computer science. And they're on their way to sign up for the electives, and they pass by the home ec room, the home economics room, and Eddie, like, stops. There's, like, a, a glimmer of a copper measuring spoon that catches his eye and he like runs over and looks through the windows of the home ec room and dude gets a boner bigger than an eggplant emoji and creams his pie (laughs) Kiki's giving me a look right now like I don't know what to do with that content but he's like turned on and he's like okay we're gonna we're gonna take home back I'm gonna do this and so they get to like this place where everyone signs up it's like all of these clipboards in a row and it's like pushing and shoving to get to the front of the line to put your name down on one of like the 10 slots for that room for that class and Eddie like what does he do he like unhooks something so that all of the clipboards fall and as he's like scrambling to get the the clipboards he grabs the home ec one and then puts his hand over like the title of the class and gets his friends to sign up so he got him and his friends to all sign up for home economics he gets to the home ec class and his friends are pissed he's like yo you guys it was an honest honest mistake like but this class can't be that bad can it like i know you guys want to take computer science but this will be better and Anna's also in the class so their friend Anna so the four of them together and then there's this girl named Bridget in the class and Bridget's just like trying to be the teacher's pet the girl that takes herself way too seriously and this is the class she always takes and 
she like already has suggestions for the syllabus. It's like she's intense. And so on that first day, their teacher, Mrs. Hadley, suggests that or like tells the students that they can sign up for this thing called the million dollar cook-off, which is this like student cook-off where you can where they distribute a million dollars in scholarships and like an internship at like a culinary school. Eddie doesn't raise his hand that he's interested during the class, but on his way out, he like sneaks a flyer and then like his friend Anna sees him, but he, he doesn't know that she saw him. But Anna's cool though. She's read him up. Yeah. Anna's really sweet. She's a good friend. Anyway, back at home, Eddie tries concocting his own original recipe to enter into the cook-off. Yeah. And it's a total mess. He's not practicing any kind of food safety. (laughs) He manages to get the dog covered in sauce. Like multiple times. It's really not sanitary at all. And it's really weird that nobody in his family seems to notice him trashing the kitchen except for his mom. And, like, they don't notice, like half the fridge or the full fridge like missing the next morning yeah like he's using everything that's in that kitchen yeah at one point he's trying to make some sort of like peanut butter and jelly smoothie in the blender and his brother comes high he comes down and he's clearly high and he's just like man like my brother is so dumb and like us high as shit are sitting there it's like yeah now he is Hey. <laughs> like he just wanted something to eat. Like he grabbed the closest thing on the counter and went right back upstairs, probably yeah. to keep playing Super N- like N sixty four or whatever we were playing in two thousand three. Back uh back to baseball. Eddie's dad is <laughs> a wild misogynist and calls Eddie a girl for not getting into the computer science, forgetting into home ec. No, no, no. His science. dad doesn't know that he's in computer science. He did, that he's in home ec. He tells his dad that he's in computer science. Oh, that was yeah. the whole thing. Is he lied to his dad? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His dad's not happy because his two older brothers took the computer science class and they loved it. Even though his two older brothers don't seem like they're exactly the uh, the brightest and best, as they say. Um, back in school, in home ec, Eddie is uh, talking to Bridget Simons, not Simmons, mm-hmm. about the competition. And DB, DB, who is the biggest hater in this entire movie, yeah, comes he's... over and is just like, hey, like... Why are you even talking to her about the competition? You should be, you know, my best friend. And my best friends love baseball and not fucking cooking. Cooking is whack. And Eddie is like, yo, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, you're making a big deal out of nothing. And DB is like, well, fuck you. And then there's a food fight. This is basically what happens. Um, But there's a food fight. It's... A pretty serious food fight, and there ends up this purple goop from all of the thrown food that ends up in the middle of the food fight. It's like magenta. It's like (laughs) it would glow in the dark purple. It's like Ivan Ooze from the Power Rangers movie. Yeah. Frankie takes a 
a finger full of it and eats it because he's gross. Like, what would you do that? But he says it's really good, and they start eating it. Frankie does. Frankie does it first. Frankie, yeah. Like, he's his face lights up like it's the first <laughs> time he's seen some pussy. He's just like, <laughs> God damn it. He's like, looking at his fingers like, this is real good, you guys. Trust well, me. Have you, have you tried, tried eating pussy? <laughs> it's amazing. It's, it's next level shit. <laughs> and he decides that he's going to enter the contest by recreating this thing, this ooze. And while he's experimenting in the kitchen, his mom sees what's going on. And, you know, she just like quietly but su- supportively is just like, hey, you know, follow your dreams. I noticed because I've been having to buy all these goddamn groceries. <laughs> So, you know, I support it. You know, keep on cooking. Yeah. But, yeah. So that whole thing was, like, really weird. Oh, but he called that his incredible edible barbecue sauce. That purple recipe. And you really would have to emphasize edible. (laughs) Incredible. In fact, edible barbecue. In fact, it is edible. (laughs) I've been told Even though it looks like Monsanto <laughs> Monsanto like <laughs> waved some fairy dust over that barbecue sauce something about it isn't right <laughs> uh, but yeah so there's another baseball game honestly like I was just so tired of these fucking baseball scenes because in every one the dad is just an asshole and he's like super sexist, super misogynistic, and the co coach, the the second in command. What is it called? Assistant coach. Assistant coach. <laughs> I sports. <laughs> the assistant coach is like, he's not like really openly sexist, but he just like lets the other coach be, and that also drove me nuts. Um, but yeah, so there's more baseball. I don't really care about it. They back to home ec. Miss Hadley one day is, has a special announcement for the class and she talks about, um, her experience in the million dollar cook off decades ago and that this student was going to follow in her footsteps. And this student was Bridget. And then Miss Hadley remembers, she's like, oh, yeah, Eddie, you're also a finalist. And everyone is shocked. Everyone's jaws drop because they're like, Eddie, the jock, he's going to be in a cooking competition. He, he, he like started getting called a girl again because that's literally the only trope joke that they can make out of this shit is, like, making fun of something feminine. And so he, like, rushes home to get the mail, and the certificate that he's a finalist isn't in the mail. And he's like, oh, thank God. Like, my family's not going to see this. And then he gets inside, and his brothers have already found the mail. And the reason why they checked the mail early is because Miss Hadley had called the house to congratulate them. And... Eddie's like super his parent his dad is like pissed off his brothers are calling him Eddie Crocker again and they actually rip his certificate 
which was like really sad to watch and his brothers are dicks and his dad says that like well he essentially makes them choose and then he was like well as long as you can do both but this like as as long as you can keep baseball a priority you can do both and so eddie promises him that it will be and that kind of changes quickly, though, when he finds out that he has to take these after-school lessons with Miss Adley, these cooking lessons, and while he's learning a lot, it is interfering with baseball. At this one game, he was three innings late, which apparently disqualifies you from being able to be in the game, and his dad is pissed. His dad is just like super like even more of an asshole than usual and at one point he says someone like threw like a girl or ran like a girl like saying he said to like a boy he's like yeah you threw like a girl out there and then the team like calls him out on it and it's like yo dude what the fuck like that's fucked up why do you only say things like that are negative as being a girl Yeah, the whole team calls him out on it. He ends up, like, getting pissed off and not wanting to participate in the home ec classes because it's interfering with baseball and his dad is getting mad at him. Essentially, Miss Hadley came over and was like, he needs to be in this cooking competition tomorrow. And his parents and him were like, well, I have a baseball championship game tomorrow because suddenly, like, they went from being a trash team to being in the championships. So the day of the championship and the cooking competition are finally here. Eddie decides that he's going to go to the game. But just to get a taste of what the cooking competition is going to be like and run into his fave Bobby Flay, he goes to the, uh, goes to the cooking competition and gets to tour all of the other stations and see all the other chefs preparing for the competition and does indeed run into Bobby Flay. Bobby, I guess. Bobby Flay, played by Bobby Flay. Bobby Flay, played (laughs) by Bobby Flay. Tells him that he's not going to be in the competition. And he tells Bobby Flay he's not going to be in the competition. uh, That baseball is important to him. It's important to his dad. And, you know, Bobby understands and so he said, like, he had, like, a dad like that or something, right? Um, Penny's really snoring. So, anyway, the game is going. So, Eddie leaves the, the competition and goes to the game. And the game is going great. It's a little back and forth, but the groundhogs are holding their own. All of a sudden, around the midpoint of the game, Frankie starts watching the cooking competition on... This entirely way too big TV. Way too big? <laughs> it's it's just like, it's a portable TV, but it's also like <laughs> the size of like a PlayStation. So I don't know. It was so weird because it was so tiny. Like the screen was so tiny, but the machine was so large. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Which is, like, funny now, because I guess it is 17 years in the future, but if that was today, you could, like, watch that You'd be watching it on your phone. Yeah, that's what I was, like, thinking. Everyone would just have their phone phones out. Yeah. (laughs) But 
Frankie had his TV and they were watching the cooking competition and you know all of a sudden all of his friends who hated cooking and didn't understand why he liked it and thought that he was some kind of female for liking cooking were suddenly interested in him being in this cooking competition because it was on TV and so after you know watching for a few endings DB started yelling at Frankie and was just like, hey, like, why are you guys watching that? Like, you guys need to be focused on baseball. And Frankie was like, hey, like, maybe you need to be focused on not treating your friends like a dick and telling them you can't be his friend. Yeah. He's not, you know, going to prioritize baseball. And, you know, DB had to, you know, have a come to Jesus moment because everyone on the team it was, was like. It was a come to Jesus moment. It was like, hey, DB, you kind of suck. Uh, anyway, like, they're still watching the competition, and the more they're watching it, the more it's distracting Eddie. After getting, you know, caught looking on a strikeout, Eddie, you know, asked his teammates, you know, do you think it's a good idea? Should I try to win this cooking competition? And DB, of all people, is just like, hey, you know what? You know, this isn't just Eddie's team. This is all of our team. So... (laughs) If you gotta <laughs> go handle your business, like, we have to carry the slack. I, I just, like, still can't figure out how they went from being, like, the worst team in the league to the championships. Because I'm like, DB, you guys aren't good. No. <laughs> like, you shouldn't even be in this game. And no. so... Like, they framed them as absolutely terrible. Like, tripped over their own shoes. Yeah, like, in the first episode, like, everyone... Like, in the beginning of the movie, excuse me, like, everyone sucked. Mm -hmm. And now we're in, like, a playoff game. (laughs) I'm like, does everyone get into the playoffs? Like, how bad are you guys? Uh, Eddie decides that he's gonna go. And he gets his mom to drive him to the cook-off. And even though he only has about an hour left... He's going to enter, and he's going to you know do his best to perform. Meanwhile, the Groundhogs are not having a great time. You know, their focus is now on Eddie, who's in this cooking competition. It was, like, so much back and forth between, like, Eddie at the cook-off and the game that was going on. It was, like, distracting. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Eddie is at the cooking competition trying to cook with these secret ingredients and do these different techniques it was like they had this whole like table it was like set up iron chef style where they had to use like certain ingredients and eddie you know already is coming in late and is having a hard time with his chocolate tart it just deflates but he has to use chocolate i didn't yeah i didn't know what that was is yeah. that what it was it was a chocolate tart yeah. Oh, okay. I was it. like, what is happening? <laughs> um, and so he has to come up with a new recipe on the fly that incorporates chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile... So we get back to the weird sauces. <laughs> meanwhile, the groundhogs, putting on their best effort, they're having the game of their lives. Uh, DB is playing really well. A bunch of the other groundhogs that, you know, again, were fucking terrible at baseball. Now we're pretty competent against what is ostensibly the best team in the league. You know, just when it it looks like, you know, it's Anna's turn to be the hero that saves the day, Anna's mom shows up. And everyone's worried because Anna... 
Anna, like, like, quickly tries to change into her cheerleading uniform. Yeah, Anna's supposed to be a cheerleader. And so Anna tries to play it off like she's leading cheers out here. And Anna's mom is basically just like, look, one, you forgot your pom-poms. Two, you forgot your batting glove. The only thing I'm disappointed in is that you You didn't didn't let me me know. That yeah. you can, that you were into baseball, so I could support you. The the classic disappointed Disney disappointed parent. Yeah, and you know, low key shade to Eddie's dad for being like, "Hey, like my love is conditional, and that condition is that you play baseball." As opposed to Anna's mom, who was just like, "Hey, I fucking love you, and now I'm a baseball mom because fuck it." Yeah, that was sweet. She was like, I want to I wanna be here. Yeah. Because, yeah, it was just cute. But then it makes Eddie's dad realize, like... That he's a piece of shit? Yeah, that maybe he's been some, some trash. Yeah, and so Eddie's dad is just like, fuck it. I'm going to find a way to go and support Eddie. And so he decides he's going to get himself ejected on purpose... By jumping in the face of the umpire and calling him all sorts of names like and Like pushing him. And like and, poking him in the chest and, and shit. And he kicked the dirt up kicked on him. Dirt that was him. the last offense. Yeah, just, you know, just gave him the whole sweet Lou Pinella. But anyway, he gets ejected. And as soon as he gets ejected, he drives off to go help Eddie in the cook-off. I'm like, how did this family get to the game? Because it's like... Eddie rode his bike, but there were somehow still two cars because the mom then drove him to the competition. It's like, did the whole family, like, get themselves there separately? (laughs) Why are there so many vehicles? (laughs) What happened to Eddie's bike? (laughs) Eddie's dad gets the competition and he becomes Eddie's sous chef. Throws on an apron, right? And he... The dad just, like, gets on the floor, which I did, I was confused. I didn't know they were allowed sous chefs, like, who was going to be his sous chef otherwise. His, his dad shows up, and Eddie's mixing chocolate. I remember, okay, so you said it was a chocolate tart, like, that sunk before. So he's making, like, this chocolate sauce to go with the chicken. And his mom is like, chocolate and chicken? And Miss Hadley is like, no, it's mole. <laughs> and that was like, <laughs> you know that there's more than just chocolate and mole, right? Like, <laughs> it was just really weird. But then there was so much back and forth, like, between the competition and the game. And DB's up to bat. And they're, they're, it's a tied game. And there's the hand signals. And then we're back to making mole and making tarts. And it was just like so much back and forth. DB slides into first, into, into home base. Eddie's dad pitches a lemon across like the arena cooking stage to quickly zest. Like there was a lot of quick back and forth. And then DB gets the gets the point they win the championship and eddie gets all of his ingredients on the plate when the buzzer goes off it was it was like very thrilling it was a lot it seemed like the judges liked the chicken but the winner is announced and it goes to bridget simmons 
it's Simon's. <laughs> and Eddie did not win. He got second place. What, what did they announce? Was it second place? He just didn't win. It went to Bridget. He's like kind of upset but he's also like hey I did this thing and his friends from his baseball team showed up and supported him and like his dad was proud of him and his teacher and his mom was supportive and then they all go off to get Eddie dogs. <laughs> As they're leaving Bridge is like hey you didn't like I didn't get an invite and Eddie invites Bridget. That's how the movie ends. It was really sweet because she was like, I'm hungry. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, we could all go for a fucking Eddie dog right now. <laughs> Even me as a viewer, I'm like, I want an Eddie dog. <laughs> so yeah, that was the movie. That was Eddie's million dollar cook-off. Going into some of the takeaways, how do you think it holds up in 2020? I mean, we have the same, like, we talk about this literally every episode now, so it's becoming redundant, but the problematic dads and just, like, the blatant outright sexism, but then they always go, like, out of their way to correct it and, like, you know, say how that's not okay, but I'm like, why would you have to go with, like, the hardest, worst tropes? Or go that hard. Yeah, it was it's just, just like, 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 stop. Yeah, so this guy doesn't respect anything about women. No, not even his wife. It's just like, like he's disrespecting her right in front of his sons. It's gross. It's like Hannah's coming up to the plate and saying, you're the man. I, I mean, you're the woman. Uh, whatever. Girls can hit baseballs, I guess, but not as good as men. Yeah. Um... So, so there was that. And then what else? I feel like every time he was cooking was cringeworthy. Oh, yeah. In in the age of corona. Yeah, because he's just, like, grabbing stuff and, like, he's got getting elbow deep into, like, everything that he's doing. And it's just and gross. And it's just, like, the abundance of eggs is so much. Why were there so many eggs? He never cooked anything that required eggs. <laughs> He made a lasagna. Well, I think he, he was made, making... He made a lasagna with, like, eggplant, like, grilled eggplant in there. And, and like... cracked, like, 12 eggs. And it's like, it's like <laughs> homemade pasta. Like, why are you cracking... No, no, no. Eggs? It did look like homemade pasta. Like, I could... I could tell that it was, like, the pasta... Homemade pasta noodles. But, like, unless he was making a lasagna that was going to feed England... It was entirely too many eggs. It's just constantly cracking eggs. Like, the whole movie is cracking eggs. And I don't think he cooks anything that has eggs in it. Yeah. Yeah, so the food safety was gross. That's why I got second place. They were just like, hey, like, <laughs> you know, we actually enjoyed the mole, but you cracked, like, 37 eggs. And it really cut you to your time. Like, maybe you could have made another chocolate tart if you had just, like, cut... You know, maybe broke just enough eggs. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, like every time I see it on TV, he's breaking eggs. I thought that if I really wanted to show it off, I would just like break as many eggs as I could. <laughs> we need to stop talking about the eggs. We need to stop talking about eggs. Also, uh, but it was so weird. Eddie dancing when he cooks was weird, and food fights. I don't. There was two food fight scenes. Yeah. Two? 
two or three. There were definitely two scenes, but they referenced a lot. So there was, there was the scene um, when they were in Homac where they mm-hmm. had a food fight. And then there was the cafeteria scene. And then there was the cafeteria food fight. Yeah. And then, like, literally, this is, like, kind of meta, but it felt like he was having a food fight with himself every time he cooked in the middle of the night. Yeah, it was <laughs> gross. Yeah, so it was just, like, a lot of, like, wasted food and, like, food being thrown around. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... I, I've never been part of a food fight. I feel like I'd be legit upset if I was a part of a food fight. Like, you guys are going to throw food? Now like, that I work in schools, I'm like, no. No one is allowed to have a food fight like ever. food? Like, one, it's food. Yeah. Like, how disrespectful is that? Like, there are people who don't have food. You're just like, I'm going to throw it at the wall. One, two, it's like, gross. It's food. Yeah. Like, it just feels like it's going to stink. You have to get it out of the ceiling. Ew, stop. I don't want to keep talking about it. It's gross. Like, yo, so... It was so nasty. Yeah, food fights just are weird to me. But anyway, uh, do you have any best moments of dialogue? Mm, I forgot about the Edwina, but that was pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah. Like... His brothers really suck. His brothers were assholes. Essentially, no. No good dialogue in this movie. <laughs> Except for, like, the cooking terminology, like, flambe and julienne. And <laughs> Miss Hadley was the MVP in this movie. Oh, I liked this. I liked... Okay, this is such a silly moment of dialogue. But I like when Miss Hadley came over to the house and she brought cookies. And then the mom is like, there's something amazing about cookies. And about these cookies, and Eddie and and Miss Hadley at the same time went, oh, it's the ginger. And that was, like, just a cute little moment. I feel like when KK and I make cookies, they're special cookies. <laughs> Those are the types of cookies we like to bake together. <laughs> yeah. So any good dialogue for you, though? I think I was going to... Talk about like the cookie moment. Also, I feel like you no, know, like it's it's Simon's, not Simmons. Uh, <laughs> is, is always funny to me. Um, I don't know why. I just thought that was really. Funny. <laughs> um, that was pretty funny. Some people who are still in the news today, who were in the movie back then, all the way back in two thousand and three. Chef Bobby Flay. Bobby Flay as Bobby Flay. Bobby Flay as Bobby Flay. And... And Orlando Brown, who is out here doing bad shit. He's just out here doing crazy shit. I was just gonna... I was just gonna say, though, like, about Bobby Flay. It's like... He was, like, a celebrity chef already then. So how long has Bobby Flay been around for? It has to be 20 years. Wow. I don't really remember a life without Bobby Flay. Yeah. He kind of replaced Emeril, would you say, right? I don't think he replaced Emeril because they're kind of like overlapping at the timeline. They both kind of occupied the same lane, though, To as far as like the chef that was like mainstream mm-hmm. and like had his own show and was like kind of the face of Food Network to a degree. Yeah. He wasn't wow. the face, but he was one of them. Mm-hmm. 
And it's the Food Network Corner brought to you by Mickey Mouse Greenhouse. <laughs> we fucking love Food Network. But I really like the, like, old school Food Network. Like, pre-cooking shows. I mean, like the, sorry, pre-cooking competitions. I like, like just the, the cooking show. Brown. Yeah. Uh, and Bobby, Bobby Flay and Emerald. Emerald. And, um... Who's the who's the guy that's like a like molester me too guy? Who is the guy with the orange Crocs? Oh, Mario Batali. He used to have that really good show. Fuck. Yeah, yeah and that's the, gross. Ass orange Crocs. Wow, oh, I forgot about him. Ew. Anyway, there was a lot of montages in this movie as well. It wasn't like so much montage. It was there were montages, I guess, but it was just like. A lot of, like, back-and-forth montages. Like, where it was, like, the baseball, the cooking, the baseball, the cooking. Yeah, a lot of It was of baseball, a weird type of montage. A lot of cooking. A lot of eggshells into the bowl. Mm-hmm. Something that always was funny or high to me whenever I'm just, like, thinking about this movie is how this team that was shown to be barely competent in baseball is in a serious playoff game. Like, it seems mm-hmm. like a week later. It's yeah. like just in time for Eddie to like sense. register and go to like a few home at classes was just enough time for his team to become so good at baseball that they could win a championship without their best player. Also the fact that like this is presumably like a national cooking competition and it happens to be like within quick biking distance of the little league championship baseball game. That's going on in Eddie's hometown. It's just like, what? That was weird. That was weird. But, you know, you kind of have to suspend disbelief, I guess. Mm-hmm. His team sucked. There's no way that they would be in a championship game unless all the other teams got the coronavirus. I was, babe, that's what I was just going to say. <laughs> we are her spreading the Rona. Wiggles. Any final thoughts? Do you give this a puff for a pass? I give this a puff. I liked this movie, but I will say, and this is actually kind of shocking that I'm saying this, but this movie felt too long. I feel like I could have literally condensed it into like a 45 to a 60 minute movie. Do you feel like that? It was just a lot of the same same shit. Like, over and over again. Like, he's conflicted between cooking and baseball again. But I gave it a puff. I gave it a Bill Clinton. Yeah. I did not inhale. You didn't inhale. I'm sorry. It wasn't a full puff for me. I didn't want to give it a pass because there was, like, some entertaining parts to it. But I feel like maybe this is just a result of all of the other movies that I have that we've seen having the same kind of trope, like being ham-fisted. It's like, it's kind of like the inverse of motocross, though, where it's like, yeah. like, this is just like, boys can't do girl stuff. That's fucking weird. And really the most, like, non-nuanced, really uh, hammer-over-the-head way of doing it that I was just kind of like... I'm kind of getting over it. I'm kind of getting over the sexist dads. I'm sorry. Stats. I'm I'm over it too, but I I know that there's just so many more ahead. So. <laughs> so maybe on a, you know, we can revisit this Bill Clinton. I think we I think we should honestly have a way of tracking um like the sexist dad trope. 
Like, I feel like we should just make a tracker of it. Because it's like, I feel like it's really throwing off our whole vibe. Like, a movie would otherwise be great. But that just, like, put a real damper on things. Yeah. Some of these dads really suck. Yeah. This dad sucked, like, almost the entire time. Like, it took, like, right up and... But that's, like, really all of them. It takes, like, right up until the end of the movie. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. But somehow we're supposed to feel like they're learning. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) So, I give it a puff. KK gives it a Bill Clinton. So, you still accept the J. You just don't really... I, I don't inhale, you know. You like, if you're in the cipher, I may just like grab it and like pretend I'm smoking and then like pass it to the next guy. And You'd then, be a smoking hoe dad? You know, just <laughs> just eat a bunch of Doritos and, and act like I'm really stoned. So, in in Ocean Beach in San Diego, there's this restaurant called Ho Dad's. And KK and I looked it up, and a ho dad is like a person who like paddles out on our surfboard, but then just kind of like hangs out like in the water. They don't actually know how to surf, so it's like a poser. Yeah, you're a smoking ho dad. <laughs> you call me a poser. <laughs> the disrespect. Just because um, I gave this million dollar cookoff of Bill Clinton. <laughs> Uh, anyway. But yeah, so KK and I are going to be hopefully spending some more time working on the pod for you guys. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna decide how we want to move forward during social distancing season. We hope, like, honestly, I don't want to end on, like, a sad note, but I know that the past couple weeks I've been super anxious and not, like, really in like the clearest mindset I've just been like really clouded by my anxiety and I'm starting to kind of get into a rhythm but it's still kind of difficult so I know that if any of you guys out there are like wanting to just have some some like joy brought to their day honestly like recommend us a movie you'd like us to review like feel free to like give us feedback and we want to like at least make our our podcasts like a little corner of sunshine for you right now yeah shit (laughs) that was deep i'm sorry no i don't want like to end on a weird note but i i do want us to all realize that we're in this together yeah and as always Donate five dollars to Wikipedia. Donate five dollars to Wikipedia. And donate donate five dollars to your you local know, restaurants. Your local restaurants, your local food pantries. Um, I know that some cities like New York, I saw something about it on Instagram where there's like a citywide like restaurant tip jar where they're like giving money back to tipped employees right now who are losing wages. Donate $5 to your favorite organization who's helping support COVID-19 relief. I'm KK. I'm Wiggles. This is Mickey Mouse Greenhouse. You can follow us on Instagram. And on Spotify. Anchor. Anchor. Yeah. Google Podcasts. Yeah, we're out there. We'll be out there in these streets. All right, John. Have a good one.
talk to you soon. And we'll see you hopefully before next week. But yeah. Next Monday, if not before. Yes. We'll be here. <laughs> Bye, friends. <laughs>